Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Flight Podcast. My name is Jacob Shanker. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Shut up and sit down. The Super Bowl has concluded, and the result was just absolutely shocking. The Bucks won 31 to 9 against the Chiefs. And to be honest, I'm an, I'm, I've been stunned since the second quarter. And today we're going to be going over the game and some topics related to it, as well as the NFL honors that happened last night. And let's just fly right into it. Jacob, what were your reactions to the game? Because I think we both have the same. Yeah, I mean, I was not even just surprised by the second quarter, the second half, just the entire game more so, right? This is by far probably Patrick Mahomes' worst game of his entire career. I agree. And this is not a game that you want to be having as your worst game of your entire career. This is the game where you need to show out the most. I, I don't know what was going on. It was like, I know it was not just Patrick Mahomes. It was everybody, but a good portion of it was Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, I want to like break it down. Less than half though, because I contribute half of it to their offensive line. That was awful. Terrible yeah. today. Their offensive line was terrible, but you can't, you have to just give credit to the Bucks because their their defensive line is they have the best rushing defense in the league it was showing this yep. game and it's obvious just about the the talent that they have on that roster but with the chiefs patrick mahomes just watching him like i'll give him some credit he was not able to get that many sacks but he had to throw away the ball so many times this game Countless so many it was it was ridiculous times and he could have gotten picked off more than he already had. He only had two interceptions this game. He probably could have had five, like realistically. Um, Cause a lot of the players that got it, they, they, the chiefs players caught it, but it was out of bounds or yeah. it was tipped and the, the bucks player couldn't get it. But like the first half, it was just rushing. It was all rushing. It was. And then and second, that, like, he couldn't, he couldn't get completions in the first quarter. Exactly. He started out like one for eight. He was 50%. That was his completion percentage after the first half. And then now you go into the second half, he starts passing more. Why did he not do that in the first half? They could have gone much farther if they were just passing more. Right? Yeah, I think it was the it was mainly the offensive line where they couldn't contain the rushing pass rush. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I personally, yeah, I mean, I think it, it was just all around with the Buccaneers this entire game. I think the the even though Tom Brady really did amazing, I personally think the real MVPs is the Buccaneers defense. Yeah, I agree. Rushing stopped, destroyed that offensive line. Who their offensive, the Chiefs' offensive line is good, and the Bucks just ran over it, and they completely doubled up Tyreek Hill, doubled up Travis Kelsey. Even though Travis Kelsey got a lot of yardage and got a lot of receptions, he had some tough. He had to get it. He had to work for it. He had to work for it. Exactly. He didn't get any touchdowns. He didn't get Kelsey had a good game, but there were some catches where he should have caught it. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of these catches, a lot of these yardage that he's getting, it's late in the game when it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But he still had a good game. He, I think he had like 14 targets, 15. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, what were your overall thoughts? Well, Tom Brady, like, obviously, he's the goat, in my opinion, but. People, I think people are slightly overreacting to how good of a game he had. 
it was the defense that everyone's saying that it, the reason they won is because of Tom Brady. He got them there, but today it was all about the defense. He only had 201 yards. He threw for three touchdowns. People look at the three touchdowns and go, wow, but 200 yards isn't that good. Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones had 140 rushing yards. And to be honest, I was rooting for Gronk to get that MVP because he had two touchdowns, six catches, 67 yards. But ultimately, obviously, they would have given it to Brady because no Gronk wasn't worthy of it. But I did want him to get it. Yeah. And for the Chiefs, yeah, you look at the stats. Kelsey Hill had a decent game. But usually Hill has a higher average. He only averaged 10 yards per catch. And he usually gets like, what, 13, 14? Yeah, you're right. At least that. But and Mahomes was just terrible. It was the offensive line for the Chiefs that that just killed them. Yeah. But even not even that, like just all of these catches, all, most of these catches, most of the yardage that they're getting, it's late in the game. Why? I have to emphasize this so much. Why? Why are they doing this all late in the game? Yeah. And, and even like watching the game, third quarter, they're close. They're in the red zone. They're getting close. They're actually doing well. Bam. Interception by Patrick Mahomes. Like it's just so disappointing, but to be honest, also something about this, I thought the refing was a little unfair, mm. <laughs> like 11 penalties for 120 yards. Yeah. That was a lot versus four for the bucks. 11 yeah. is a ton of penalties. How do you give up 11 penalties? That's one of the biggest reasons they won this game, actually. 120 yards is a ton of yards. That's a lot. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it was the most uh, penalties by a team in a first half ever in a Super Bowl. And there, there were some where that, that, that weren't penalties. There were some that weren't called on the Bucks. It, it was a the lot. The refs need to figure some stuff out. And I feel like there should be penalties towards the ref for wrong callings that are just ridiculous callings or there should be warnings. I mean, there was, because I mean, it, it, just in this day and age, the refs are just terrible in any sport. I mean, there was a few that I'll say they were bad calls, but most of them were penalties, but there were some that just yeah. weren't penalties. There was some, but mostly in the second half where they just were not really penalties, but most of them in the first half, I will say, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with them, even though, it was a little like, okay, the refs are kind of just look like they were yeah. going against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs defense were just doing that bad. They were just letting up that badly. Holding plays, false start plays, um, pass interference, all the stuff. Um, I mean, uh, misconduct by a player when it was Tyron Matthew when the when the Bucks got a touchdown. Like, it was all of that. But, it, I mean, it was right. Tyron Matthew with the misconduct, he was – trying to start something he was um getting angry at the refs he was getting in front of tom brady and yep. he fueled the fire for tom brady so it was not good and it was there was not i mean the only player on the chiefs that like coming out of this game that i'll say had a good game was i'll say Ty travis kelsey that's it yeah that's it. that's it literally it there's no other player i can say and for the bucks there's not one player I can tell you that. I mean, the only other, the only player I can tell you that probably could have done better was Chris Godwin and maybe Mike Evans could have gotten more receptions, but still Definitely. he had a catch for 31 yards. Uh, 31 yards is a lot. Yeah. It was their rushing and their rushing defense. It really was. It really was. Yeah. It's, it's just disappointing to see the Super Bowl be so bland this year again. Yeah. It's, it, it's disappointing, you know, extremely. I mean, last Super Bowl was really entertaining. 
Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That was the pa- the comeback. The comeback. Great. I mean, I expected another the same thing to happen now. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll get into it later about our our thoughts on what Patrick Mahomes and what we think will he will look like in the league. But um, let's go into the next topic, talking about Tom Brady. Obviously, we both think he's the goat, but he is the goat. Let's just talk about debate at this point. Yeah, expand on that. Well, in the past, there's been Joe Montana. There's a ton of players that could be the goat, but ultimately comes down to the quarterback position. And Joe Montana was the goat until Tom Brady. Brady has seven Super Bowl rings. Montana has four. I don't see anyone else that like anyone in the past that besides Montana and Tom Brady, they're just up there on a league of their own. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, not even just for football, but just in general in sports, I think you really know when the person's the goat, when you're like, Oh, this guy's in the championship again. Like when you know yeah. it, what you like, there's always that one player for each sport where, you know, it's that guy. Yeah. And if it's that guy, he's the goat in this case in football it's tom brady right his 10th super bowl his seventh ring i mean man's is a beast i think also what defines a goat is i mean i I, like you said john joe montana was defined as a goat for a while i mean another player that um i was that uh, some people also think is the goat is deon sanders prime time yeah and definitely He's definitely up there for me. I think, in my opinion, I think he's second best. But a lot of I think Jerry Rice is better than Deion Sanders, but and I I put Deion Sanders right behind Jerry Rice. The reason I'll say second, and even the reason that people I think put them him for first is because of his ability to be able to do everything. Because let alone him being the best defensive player of all time in football, he him he just dominated every single time on the field as a cornerback. He also he played down a side of the field. Yeah. He also played offense. He would play a wide as a yeah, wide receiver. Pun return, kick return. Yeah, he played. So he played. Sometimes, sp- yeah, you're right. Wide receiver he, sometimes. He, he played offense. He played defense. And he played special teams. That All is great. that He played everything. Plus he played baseball. Don't forget that. Plus he played baseball. One and, of the greatest now, athletes of all time. Now he's coaching. <laughs> he's doing That's it. That's crazy. Yeah, but I think the one thing for me that also really defines if you're the goat is being is really I feel a big factor is longevity, being able to dominate a league for a long period of time. Tom Brady has dominated the NFL for 20 years now, and he's it doesn't look like he's stopping anytime soon, which is insane. Well, soon he'll, he's going to stop soon, but soon, but he just won the Super Bowl. Probably, he'll, be, he'll be gone in two seasons. He'll be gone soon, but it, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with the man. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, let's head on to Patrick Mahomes' status on catching up to the GOAT, Tom Brady. What do you think? It will never happen. The reason Not I'm- anymore. Not, not now that he's, he's lost in the AFC and, and, and this. To be honest, I think he should have won the AFC, but the NFL's overtime rules are just terrible, in my opinion. One score and the game's over. You don't even get the team doesn't even get another chance. Yeah, that's terrible. That's yeah. just boring. It's uneventful and it's anticlimactic. You're right. I mean, yeah, I think Patrick going into this game, I, I feel like Patrick Mahomes had a lot of potential onto being able to 
be the next GOAT, beat Tom Brady or be one of the best. But the reason I think he's not there for me anymore is because no player would have this. No player would have a game like this, Not in, let alone if, if this happened in a regular season game. Okay, fine, whatever. This is the Super Bowl. This is the biggest event of the year. This is what everything is leading up to, and you blew it. You completely blew it on the biggest stage in and one of the biggest stages in the world. Yeah. So ridiculous. How how could you let that up? Literally. How, how could you? How on earth could you do that? And I mean, um it, it, it's he, I don't think is he is he able to recover from it? My opinion, no. I mean, sure, he can win more rings. But the fact of the matter is, is that you need a player that can be consistently good dominating a league for a long period of time. I he agree. dominated it last year, not this year. No, he didn't this year. He didn't win MVP. He didn't win the Super Bowl. He could have won MVP, though. He could have won MVP. He was probably he was he was second, but no, he didn't win it. And we'll yeah, get yeah. to Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP later, but still. Um, why don't we actually go into the next topic, which is talking about Patrick Mahomes and his status in the league. How do you think he's going to look? Cause everyone has, Oh, I think he'll look the same next year. I don't think, I don't think this changes anything. Well, it changes a good amount, but it doesn't change anything in the regular season. He's still going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be good at everything. Oh yeah. I don't think he'll be bad at all, but it, it I just don't think he's the best quarterback in the league. It changes my per- – yeah, I, st- I still think he's the best quarterback, but it just changes my perception on not even just Patrick Mahomes, but on the Chiefs in general. Yeah, I agree. But it doesn't change that much for me, to be honest. Not that much. It, it, like, I don't know about not that much, but it still changes because also the AFC is very tough. The NFC in the future is not looking very bright because of the, the Packers are – they're getting old. The Saints, they're getting old. The Bucks, even though they just won – in reality, they're getting old, a lot of their players. So they have very few options on teams that are looking to rise up, like the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Rams. So, But the AFC, all their teams, all their top teams are all have young quarterbacks. The Chiefs, yes. the Ravens, the Bills, um, the, the Titans, the Browns. Oh, the Titans, not as much, but still, he's young enough. The Browns. I mean, it's it's a lot of talent. Long and, list. I mean, I think the biggest competitor for now the AFC is I'm going to say the Bills and the Ravens. I, next I agree. I'm, the Ravens are going to be good. The Bills are going to be great. Yeah. I mean, are you 100% in that the Chiefs will win? Not not win, but that will make the Super Bowl next year. Not 100%, but I do think that they probably have a good chance to get it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes yeah i mean we'll see i mean it's i don't know i i i think it's very up in the air for what's going to happen with this chiefs team because it's also like what can they change right i mean you look at this team they had patrick mahomes who was the best player in the league they had one of the best wide receiver cores running back cores um, offensive phenomenal running back core but it was good they had a good running back core they had a, a good offensive line they had one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, it was the coaching was great. Like, there's nothing you can really change about this team. Maybe minor things, but nothing that would make a huge impact. So it's like, what do they do? What does the ownership do? It's extremely tough that they're going to have to think over. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not going to be great for the Chiefs. 
in competition. Well, it's going to be great for the Chiefs in competition standards. Yeah. Like, because they're going up against such hard opponents. But yeah. the AFC, I do agree with you on the AFC being so much harder than the NFC, especially in their future. Yeah. I mean, I think another um, big thing is putting Tyron Matthew in his place because Tell him to shut up. so hot-headed this entire game. I understand that he's mad at a flag, but you getting mad led to another flag. You can't let that happen. Not in the Super Bowl. It's just unacceptable, ridiculous. Unacceptable, and it should not be happening by an all-pro safety. No, really shouldn't. It's just ridiculous. Nope. But let's head on to what happened on Saturday. The NFL honors starting off with the MVP, we said it before, it's Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. There's there's no doubt in my mind that it was Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't surprise me. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, we both expected this. It was Aaron Rodgers. He was phenomenal this entire season, let alone his age and what people thought about him going into the season. He showed out. I mean, he had a great touchdown interception ratio. He had passing yardage. I mean, he had he was top, top 10 on in every single um what's it called? a qu- quarterback ranking except for rushing. But that doesn't yeah. matter as much. But still, it was great. Mm-hmm. Like his season was phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Um and then now the offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry was chosen. What did what were your thoughts on that? I wasn't surprised very much. Obviously, it could have been it could have been a good amount of players, but Derrick Henry had two thousand rushing yards. Two thousand is a lot. Mm-hmm. That's half of what usual quarterbacks get. Half. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure he had over fifteen touchdowns. Let me just look at this. Derrick Henry. He had is- seventeen touchdowns. That is, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. He dominated completely on the offensive field. He is one of three players to put up a stat line like that. And yeah, uh, this, yeah. I'm and, sorry, you go. No, yeah, I was just saying that's he's one of three players to do that in NFL history. The last person that did that was in the 1980s. Yeah, and the last person to get over 2,000 rushing yards, I believe, was Adrian Peterson, 2012 MVP season. Yeah. It's just crazy. Derrick Henry averaged 126 yards per game. Obviously, he was a little inconsistent, but those were against good defenses. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people bring up the fact that the MVP is overrun by the fact that quarterbacks win it every single year. So, I mean, my – what are your – I want to hear your thoughts first. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the quarterback is usually the best. Like, it's the most important position. I – I – I really can't say anything about that. I just, I think the quarterback would usually win it. It doesn't surprise. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, yeah, like you said, the quarterback is always the best player on the team. What makes a huge impact on the team, which really shows out for how far the team can progress. But I mean, I know a lot of people thought that Derrick Henry should have won the MVP, but the one reason I do not think Derrick Henry should have won the MVP was even though he did have 2,000 rushing yards, there were a lot of games where he was terribly inconsistent. Inconsistent, yeah. Terribly. Having, like, less than 50 yards 
inconsistent. Like, yeah, it's pretty. It was bad, and he did pretty bad in the playoffs. Is he had forty yards? Yeah, he on did twenty ter- attempts, he did terrible. It was awful. It was just no. disappointing. No. But let's head on to the defensive player of the year, which isn't a shock to me. It's Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Just a phenomenal season by him. The Rams were one of the best defensive teams in the NFL, and Aaron Donald's always been good. 13 and a half sacks this year, the fumble recovery. He's the best defensive player, in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I was a little bit iffy. I thought that for a while, I thought that TJ Watt should have won it. But thinking back on it, it should, yeah, it probably should have been Aaron Donald for the reason that the Rams had a tougher schedule and really showed out in everything that he could do I mean he really did it all and it showed why he's a top five argue still arguable probably yeah a top three um player in the league I don't think top three player I do believe in top five player though I don't know I still think I think he's probably still third in top three players because he will see we'll see really knows how to dominate on the defensive end but I mean the reason I didn't want that I didn't think TJ Watt should have gotten it. And I changed my mind was solely because of their schedule. When the Steelers played bad team, when they play bad teams, obviously he's going to do well. And the Steelers won when they played good teams. Where were they? Where was he? Nowhere. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Um, let's go into offensive rookie of the year. Justin Herbert. I know that you thought that Justin Jefferson should uh, win this award. So what do you think? What did you think about Mr. Herbert? Winning? I think that if Justin Jefferson, I think every other year, Justin Jefferson would have won it. I think he had a phenomenal year. I think he should have won it. It was more impressive, in my opinion, than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, he was great in the touchdown ratio. Justin Herbert's a good quarterback, and he's going to be good. I just think that Justin Jefferson should have won it. It's my personal preference. And the fact that he's a quarterback helps his case. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it was extremely tough. It was extremely tough because you had two completely different guys. You had one guy who really was kind of carrying his team, Justin Herbert, kind of carrying that Chargers team because they had terrible coaching. They were just all over the place, yet he was still able to get some wins out of it um, and still do phenomenal and put up, like, numbers that are, like, top 10 quarterback numbers. Um, And he was consistently good. Justin Jefferson, on the other hand, was doing the same thing, putting up top 10 wide receiver type numbers on a team that also has other talent. You have Adam Thielen, um, Dalvin Cook. Uh, I think if it wasn't if if there was any other quarterback on that team, he probably would have done even better. Yeah, definitely. Because Kirk Cousins is a decent quarterback, but he's not phenomenal. He's an average quarterback at best. Yep. He's average. He's fallen off since last year, but he's average. Yep. Um, I mean, I think it was a bit. If I honestly, I could have seen it go gone either way between Justin Herbert or Justin Jefferson. I'm not mad with this um, choosing. I wouldn't be mad with it if Justin Jefferson would. I mean, you can make an argument for either one. It's just really how you look at it, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, definitely. Um, but you could make – all right, I'm being realistic. You could make the case for either of them, like you said. It's just my personal preference. I wish Justin Jefferson won it. 
Yeah. This is going to be the next Randy Moss in the making. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but let's move on to the defensive rookie of the year. This one is obvious. Chase Young. He was just absolutely ridiculous all year. Besides that, that playoff game, Chase, Chase Young is phenomenal, and he's the reason that the Redskins, your local football team, was so good. I think he was the best player in this entire, the best rookie this entire year. Yeah, I agree. There was a, yeah, I mean, I, there's no other player. I don't care about, like, even when we were talking about before about Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson, forget all that. Meet Chase Young. He, Meet Chase Young. He changed a franchise. Literally, he changed them. Completely changed them. They were are they went from a bum team, being one of the being one of the worst teams in the league, being the worst team in the NFC East, to making the playoffs. And I know it was a very unpredictable NFC team. East, but I mean, yeah, it was the NFC East, and the it was close with the Giants, and the Cowboys had injuries, and the Eagles had their own problems, but they still made it, and they still got a good amount of wins that year. So it's without still offense. Uh, without a, pretty much an offense. Exactly. So it was very impressive for what he could do because he shaped that defensive line to be one of the best in the league. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were really good. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the football team, the comeback player of the year was none other than, none other than Alex Smith. Um, no surprise. Right, no surprise at all. Uh, he, he came a, back after two years. Complete two, two, yeah, two years. Um, so I mean, I must. I'm gonna assume you didn't think anybody else should have won this. No one. This was this award was meant for Alex Smith and players like Alex Smith. He was out two years. He had 17 surgeries, and he came back. Yeah, they did. They didn't want him to come back. There were surgeons that said you shouldn't play football again. He played football again. Yeah. I mean, it's extremely impressive what he was able to do because he not only did he come back and was actually able to play, I mean, uh, but he inspired so many people because of it. I mean, being able yeah. to have such a huge injury. He pulled and, a Sean Livingston. Yeah. He had such a huge in injury. Uh, I mean, it could have been a career-ending injury, and he said, and he just it usually would have been a career-ending injury. Yeah. He pulled through, and he worked hard, and then he got back, and now he's back in the league, and it's great. Yeah, it is, and I'm I'm really it's good to have him back. Mm -hmm. And to our last award, Coach of the Year, Kevin Stefanski of the Browns. I I I think that this was deserved. I, I don't think – this award doesn't really matter in my opinion, but the Browns, they did have a good year. They got past the Steelers. They did good. Good regular season. I think it's deserved. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, the only other uh, coach that I would have picked is maybe Brian Flores of the, um, the, the Dolphins. That's true. Maybe. I mean, I think both of them were deserving, but I think the reason that Kevin Stefanski got it was because of the Browns and because of them making the playoffs and almost beating the Chiefs. They almost did, even without Patrick Mahomes, but still. Yeah, I mean, even though they only count regular season, it's still extremely impressive that they were able to do that. Um, it but, is. It really is. Yeah, but he – I mean, he was able to help turn this team around. The Browns were looking for a coach, a good coach, for years now. 
And they finally found for everything for years now. Yeah. For Freddie kitchens was just not good on that team. He was not able to guide Baker Mayfield to be the quarterback that he could be, even though I, we both agree that Baker Mayfield is overhyped and that he will never be the top tier quarterback. He's still a good quarterback. Yeah, he's good. It's not like this is his best season. And with Kevin Stefanski, they're going to have, he's going to have even better seasons. Now, when OBJ comes back and he's healthy, it's going to be a great duo watching them. It is. It's going to be great. Absolutely. That's all for today, everyone. Feel free to comment down below what your thoughts were on the Super Bowl and the topics that we talked about. Tune into the next episode on Friday. See you guys next time. Peace.